Hey, what's going on? MJ Lennon here, streaming live two ways as per usual. We are live in the ECA Belfast Facebook group, and I'm also killing two birds with one stone and recording this for the Fitness Business Life podcast. This week, I have got my beautiful guest on, Calvin Brennan. Calvin, say hello, Mama. Well, what is happening? Um, lovely to be on. Uh, pleasure. Thank, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, okay, so a bit of background on uh, my guest this week. So, Calvin, you came to ECA, which was then Elite at the time, uh, six years ago? Yeah, but roughly, I think it was about six years ago, yeah. Going on six years, anyway. Six years ago. Uh, before that, you were in Australia, am I right on that? Yeah, I was in Australia. I had a, a working holiday. I've sort of bit of limbo in my life where you're like, right, I'm going to go to the other side of the world, find myself. Um, and I went with the best intentions and then sort of fell into a lot of the, the same patterns that I was actually trying to escape while I was in Belfast that like few friends and stuff I used to party with and stuff ended up meeting me out there and sort of fell into a bit of a loop. And I was just working like all the time, like ended up working like 70 hours a week out there. But the one thing that sort of stayed consistent for me while I was out there was I always trained. It was just like a non-negotiable. That's what I did to keep myself sane. Um, and I got a lot of joy from it. And then one day I was remember, this is why it wasn't the worst thing that I, I fell into those patterns again. Cause what my mates were just like, mate, why don't you just be a personal trainer? Like, <laughs> You absolutely love this. Like we love training with you. Why why would you not see it as like you could be paid to help other people organize their training the way you're organizing it? And then I'd heard it, but not really let it set in. You know what I mean? And then it got to a point. Is this while you were in Australia? Yeah, this is while I was in Australia. Yeah. And then what was happening in Belfast that made you go, "Ah, fuck this, I gotta get out of here? Like what was going on? I think I was just I was just working like a restaurant jobs like hospitality um really didn't see myself outside of that you know I, I I was just knew what I knew I knew the Lisburn road I was still living at home with my mom and stuff and I was just like I just couldn't see myself doing anything else so I thought like the best way to like see myself outside of myself would have radical change and go like right I'm going to the other side of the world by myself mm. it's sort of like a sink or swim moment you know what I mean it's like you have to a new version of you has to be born to you know to do that got it um did, did you go to did you go to uni no i, did, I didn't go to university no um I, I didn't know what i wanted to do i, I was just and a lot of my mates went down the same they were all like right they're all going to uni but they just a lot of them were just going to party have a good time obviously chose whatever career they wanted to sort of look into a bit more but i just in my head was like there's nothing that stands out to me that i really want to do so i'm not going to go to do that uh and, and yeah have, and just have, you, have you always been like uh athletic when you were younger as well uh yeah well i played i was always like fairly quick and able um i maybe didn't have the best work rate or like discipline when i was younger didn't really have a dad growing up so i didn't really have anyone the role model per se uh but i played a lot of football but i think i never found that gear what i know i, I could have found um just due to lack, like just self-belief and maybe just negative internal chat, just always thinking I wasn't, I wasn't enough, you know? Um, and it sort of interfered with that. So when I found 
started training a wee bit more, showed up for myself. I was like, oh, fuck, I can do this. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm able to see those progress, and it always starts off, it's just like, you want to just improve the size of your arms, just yeah. to or whatever it was. But once it started like that, then it drips in, you're like, oh, well, I can move a lot better. I can start to do these things. And it, it, it you always start somewhere and you just, you have no idea where it's going to go in that respect. But it definitely filled me with a lot of confidence when I started the train and sort of find myself through putting the work in for myself, you know? Mm. What, what the, what made you want to come back to Belfast to move into the fitness industry? I just, I think I was out there and I'm a bit of a homebird, to be honest. Um, my mom had two, I had, she basically had two wee um, sons um, who were obviously my, my brothers. Uh, and they came into my life when I was about 19 uh, so I was living at home, obviously. So I was part of their growth for the first five years. So I very much felt like my mom had me when she was 17, 17. Yeah. So like I was 19 and she just had a couple of kids and I almost took them on. Like they felt like they were my kids, you know, and I got a lot from them and I went through difficult periods in my life, like breakups and just depression, whatever it was. And the kids are always there for me. So when I was in Australia, I noticed like, you know, we were just longing, like you had a longing to be home and be part of their lives. So I thought when it wasn't going well out there and then I thought about, I wanted to be a personal trainer. I was like, right, well, I'll go home and we'll see where it goes. Uh, and then, yeah, came home, made the decision. And then basically just, there was a gym that opened up at the corner, like where my mom's house was up in Stromwell. Yeah. It's just anytime fitness. And I just joined that gym as soon as I got back. First day I walked in, bumped into Grant. Grant basically turned around and said to me, oh, here, I, I just said, you know, I was thinking about being a personal trainer. And he goes, no way, mate. There's this dude down the, down the town. <laughs> down, full-time Not course. How that goes. Yeah, like, yeah full-time course starts in four weeks. And then I think I got on the phone to you that day. And then it was that day I just decided I was going to do it. So, Unreal. Mad yeah. how it works like that, isn't it? Yeah, it just literally, like, couldn't have happened any quicker than what it did. I think I was back from Australia and then I qualified as a PT within 10 to 12 weeks. I think it was 12 weeks or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, so you, you definitely had, uh, what's the word, like a natural tendency to sort of pick up on things. Obviously uh, you looked apart, you know, you were already quite athletic, but even in terms of the understanding, the philosophy as well, you, mm. you picked up on that. Um, did that come through prior study or did you just immerse yourself in it or did it just come always like, oh, I get this? Yeah, I think with a lot of people, especially when they're starting off, like I've got a phone, I've got YouTube, you know what I mean? I, every yeah. day, like I didn't watch TV. Like if I got back to the house, I was like YouTube, Kristen Guzman, whoever it is, just like watching video after video after video, wanted to know more about nutrition, wanted to look better, wanted to feel better. And that's sort of how I picked up a lot of it. So that was just about maybe like five or six years of training experience before actually becoming a personal trainer, you know? Um, so when I went in, obviously I had a had trained, like I'd ran a lot, I'd played football, I'd went in and done like crossfit style stuff um, and a lot of functional training just to keep myself right. So when I went in and I started to get the lingo a wee bit more, I just I just knew, I was just like, I love this. Like, you know, even within the first couple of weeks, it was like all day, every day, I just have to think about training. Do you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the next thing. And uh, 
yeah, I think I, I was always just very keen. I just always wanted to know more, you know, because I knew I could use it in my life. And then once I knew I could use it, then I knew I could show someone else, you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a lot of fond memories from uh, your group with Shay and, yeah. and Paul Clark. They were all on there. Tammy and Lynn, they were on there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. A, very, uh, a, it was a good group. In fact, yeah. I actually remember on your group, we were because um, we were still doing a lot of work to the facility at that point. We still didn't really have uh, the resources that we have today. So I remember yeah. actually you guys helped us put the mats down. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we were getting that done at the time as well. Um, yeah, I, I was eventful. So Back you, when you, you had the foam mats as well, no shoes. Yeah, yeah, we had those also. Yeah. We still actually got those in the gym, so we yeah. would go out and roll on them sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was a uh, quality, a lot of fond memories from that group. Um, so you, uh, after you left the course then, um, started training people straight away. Like what, what were the, I, I know you, you moved to Anytime Fitness, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm literally the day I did the final exam with you. And I think <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I left there, I straight on my bike. I remember I was cycling in every day. I was cycling yep. on a road bike every day. I literally, I'm straight on the bike, cycled up to any time. was like, I've got my cert. Like, when can I start? Um, and I started the next week. It was the next week. I went down, done like a couple of trial things, and then that was me. Yeah. Nice. And in. things pick up for you straight away there? Like, what went on? I think, I think I was, I've always been quite an outgoing person. It's because of hospitality. I spent so many years in hospitality, like always chatting, always chatting, always chatting. So to go in, I was just like, oh, I'm just doing the same thing. But now it's for training, you know? Um, so it picked up quite quick, to be honest. Uh, I was very keen. I was always in the gym, always training, always wanting to be there, just love the place. Uh, and I, I was really busy, really quick. Now, the only, the only problem is you're fresh, right? So like, you don't have any real systems in place. Things started to become a wee bit chaotic. You're doing so many clients in a day that you're sapped. You get started burnt out. And then you start to lose the love for it a wee bit. Um, and that happened over the course of months. I think I then broke my foot and then had to take a month or two off where I couldn't really be in the gym. Because sure. um, I didn't have a car or anything at the time. So it was a bit of it was a it was a weird time. And then COVID hit. Yeah. So then COVID hit, and then it was just like, right. What was yeah, what next is like you're basically told you're not allowed to work, you're not allowed to do anything. Um, and that was an interesting time in my life because I'd obviously just went boom, 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 like burnout. Like, what well, why was he even doing this? Like, what am I actually trying to do here? Is this is this to help people and give me a better lifestyle? And you know, or is this just like I'm just trying to run myself into the ground? And I have done it, I've done it in loads of other jobs where it's like as many hours as you can just to be like keep yourself busy sort of thing but it's not quality then you know it's quantity and the other people on the receiving end of it aren't getting a great aren't getting a great deal you know lesson learned yeah big time big time so you're um like i i keep a close eye on all of our past students even though they kind of think that i don't but i actually do and i seen how your sort of coaching practice uh started to evolve because then i know uh, was it during or after lockdown you started working with david and nick in uh movement loft yeah um, so i think as soon as i finished the course obviously david done a wee bit about frc on the course um yeah. and that was the one obviously i know 
having trained a lot, I had parts of my body that I was like, why is this this way? And I had questions that I wanted answers for and a new day of new something I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So almost straight away, I think it was like two months after the course, I just went to Dave and I was just like, listen, mate, show me everything you know. I want to train with you. And basically I sort of took him on as he was my first, like almost like a movement mentor. Yeah. Um, and I knew obviously he was coaching a wee bit longer than me. So I would go to him once a week, every week to be coached um, and to learn from him for the guts of about six to seven months, um, something like that. And we were looking at rings, mobility training, all that sort of stuff, just to like yeah. sort of bring me up to speed. And then he offered me a couple of times. He was like, do you want to take my kin stretch class? I was like, for sure. That would be awesome. So then I would go and take a couple of kin stretch classes, like, you know, every couple of weeks and then lockdown hit. And he was just like, dude, do you want to come and be part of the loft? I was just like, yeah. Cause it was like, I was already, I was living, breathing the movement loft already. I was like, I'd literally, as soon as they opened up, I was in the doors. I was one of their first people in the doors. Um, and I was just living by their sort of philosophy, you know, um, studying and learning from Dave. Next thing I was looking at Nick and he's like, Every day, he's just staring at the floor, doing handstands <laughs> every day. You know, one on, fall mic, one, fucking shit, fucking shit, fucking shit. And I, I was just like, how does he just look at the floor and do this over and over again? So I was like, Nick, do you want to teach me the handstand? And the next thing it was started juggling, started doing handstands, front splits, pancakes. And I just went down that rabbit hole um, of movement. And then, yeah, just fell in love with the place. It was just... Yeah, it was just like I was living, eating, breathing. I was the movement loft, you know. Yes. I loved it. What uh, what has shifted in you since before you done the course? Um, since before you started at at ECA, like in terms of how you view training, even nutrition, health, fitness, like what what are the big shifts that you have made um, in that time in the last six years? Um. To be honest, I think I've gone down a lot of rabbit holes, <laughs> you know, and like when you're in the rabbit hole, you can't see anything but what's in the rabbit hole. And whether that was like I went balls deep on nutrition, maybe like looking at plant based diets, this diet, everything. And then after a while, after a while, you're just like, you know what? That's just I can still be in good shape and just eat a wee bit of everything and just, you know, think there's no perfect solution to that. So I relaxed on that front. Then next thing you went movement, sort of like FRC, peels and rails, cars every day, you know, done all that. And then you realize again, you're just like, I'm being too like anal about all of this. Yeah, too too rigid. Yeah, too rigid. It's like, it's too much. You're just like, people don't need that much. Um, And I've learned that less is more, do you know? It's just like, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Like what you know, if you even share a sprinkle of that with someone, it's life-changing, you know, without having to be like, it has to be the perfect this or the perfect that. It's just like, life doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. But all you need to do is you need to just consistently show up and be keen to learn and just keen to do your best on a day-to-day basis without actually thinking it has to be perfection. And I definitely think I've went down that road of everything has to be perfect. And it's just, the, the less I do that, actually, the more relaxed and chilled out my life is and the better results I'm getting, you know. Nice bit of freedom. It's a big lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I know I've went down mm-hmm. uh, a similar path a lot of, a lot of the time and it's hard not to, I suppose. Yeah. And I suppose in a way, like I was actually saying this to Callum Walker a few weeks ago and we were just having a conversation about mm-hmm. nutrition. You kind of need to do it in a yeah. way 
in order to get the insights that allows you to, the freedom later on down the line. You know, not only do you get a good understanding of the thing that you're actually studying at the time yeah. when you do go down the rabbit hole with it, but then later on, you can always, you know, you can always reflect back on it and you can always pull pieces from it. But then it, it gives you the insight to make the decision. So you're like, I don't need to go to that length. Yeah. You, know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. And I think like going down the rabbit holes has made me the coach I am today. You know, it's given me the life experience. And I would never have not, like, I think going down those rabbit holes is what it's all about. You have to get lost in it. You have to be curious. And then obviously you might just go too deep and you're just like, all right, I just need to turn back. And I just yeah. like, know that hole is there if I ever need to go down it again. But I need to just come back to the surface and have the bigger picture, you know what I mean? Without just being too, it's honestly, you just can complicate it so much. And it's not that complicated. Sometimes it's just about being like, just open-minded and just being like, yeah, whatever. I'm open to what you've got for me in front of you or see someone. You're just like, what does this person need? That person just needs to move, you know, um, and, and, and feel good in themselves. And I think that's a big thing that I got from, again, hospitality is when people walk in that door, sometimes they just want to have a good time with the person they're with. And it's up to you to provide that, you know, and make an enjoyable session, make them feel the same passion that you feel for fitness or getting in shape or whatever it is by bringing good energy to it. And it should be the highlight of their day when they walk in, in my opinion, you know, um, especially if they've got other things going on in their life It having those moments with you as a coach can, they can walk out with a spring in their step, you know, um, especially if they do come in and, you know, things aren't the way or they're feeling things in a certain way, you know? Nice. Yeah. Great advice again, man. So you uh, recently kind of have had an opportunity to now move into your own facility, which uh, we can kind of see there behind you. Yeah. Man. Did you always have an idea that you were maybe going to open your own facility at some stage or like what what was going on there? You know, I think it's one of those ones uh, like similar to when I said, like I went to Australia. I just couldn't see myself like outside of the movement law for a while, you know, mm -hmm. I almost felt like I had like dreams of us being this unit and us going this way and everything working out um, the way I'd sort of visioned in my head. And then it sort of just slowed down that momentum where we were going. And then all of a sudden it was like, what I, had, like, I don't know what my next move is, but I was also a wee bit like, I'm not sure what I want to do now. So yeah. Even even then, I started coaching obviously here and doing some kin stretch classes at Hot Yoga. Um, and then when I was doing coach classes here, that sort of got me that wee break where I was outside of there, and I was like, oh, there, there's other things I can be doing, and you know, in my coaching career. Hmm. And the next thing I had a couple of people ask me, you know, oh, would you do one of the ones here? And I was like, oh, well, maybe that's an option. So I turned one of the wee studios into just a tiny gym. Um, took on the ones here. And then the next thing was like, right, what's next? I was sort of yeah. playing with the idea of like, do I open up my own unit? Um, I obviously know how much effort and how much goes into wanting to run your own business and being an entrepreneur, finding a unit, getting it set up, getting a membership, you know, getting a group of people, building your own community. And it just wasn't crystal clear on, was that what I wanted to do, you know? And it almost made me freeze a wee bit and not make any decisions. But Obviously, having a chat with yourself, having a chat with Danielle and stuff, I was just, the next move was, right, 
I know I was obviously working between the movement loft and here, which wasn't ideal energy wise going between two places. Um, And I just went all in here and wasn't sure, like still wasn't sure. had no idea. Just jumped in here. It was like, I'm taking one to ones, do the odd group in the big room. And then was thinking, right, this is going to lead me to open on up my own unit. Uh, so just went down that route, started taking people. And then next thing I knew, obviously, you can see that black um, skirt, like the line on the roof there, that we used yeah. to separate these two rooms. So yeah. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, and yeah. there was two, two studios that she would have used during lockdown because she could take people for one-to-one Pilates and stuff like that. Um, and basically, it wasn't being used. There's actually a reformer bed sitting there that's a nice. going to go But... Uh, it was that's what this room was for one-to-one pilates the other room was one-to-one hot yoga but they weren't being used at all so i just went listen i know what i can do with that extra space it's going to open up small group opportunities i'll have a much better facility for one-to-one training two-to-ones whatever it is i want to do and and it also almost makes me not have to go and think about that big unit um or to go and do that whole thing by myself because literally right before my eyes i was in this unbelievable place in terms of community that she's built and that I could just like literally go straight in and be a part of that. And for me, I wanted to be a part of, you know, a part of something. Um, And then also I I love the community aspect here. It's great to see everyone in there. If if you've ever done like a, a hot yoga session, it's just, you'll go and see some someone that's like 65 in there absolutely killing it and I'm in there like dripping in sweat like absolutely like struggling the whole time but that's that's the beauty of it you know it's just to see people here here chatting and it's just a lovely community so for me it just um made things easy for me then but it yeah. wasn't easy initially it wasn't easy yeah. leaving the movement loft and it was like going through a breakup like I was like oh, I've made the wrong decision like you know you've got that it's it's same things took me a time it took me a decent period of time good three four months to really let go um of where I was and 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 step into who I am which is my own person you know away from the away from the loft yeah for sure mate um and I suppose for anyone uh who doesn't know Danielle uh is your girlfriend yeah Dan- Danielle's my partner yeah she owns uh, Hot Yoga Belfast. Uh, Katrina, she had her, my wife Katrina, yeah, yeah. her uh, students down there recently. Absolutely loved it. And we've had, I haven't actually been myself now, but um, PJ has brought some of our gym members a few times and they love it. So I'm definitely going to have to pay it a visit. Uh, and anyone that's watching or listening, do go. Um, you'll have an unreal experience. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's hard, hard work. Like, hard you know, work. Take yourself in a song. Only why I'm avoiding it. Yeah, yeah, you well, it's humbling, right? It's one of those things. Like, I think it's like getting in the cold water, like five minutes in the cold water, dead on. You know, you're freezing, you get out 60 minutes and you're dripping in sweat. You know, you're finding it hard, you want to leave the room. It's it's hard work. And as that's insane, it's humbling, especially when you look to your right and you've got some 65-year-old that comes here like five days a week, and you're just all right, okay, fair enough, you know. Uh what so since you've kind of opened the facility, yeah, what has been the the biggest obstacle that you've come up against? What's been the biggest unexpected obstacle that you've you've seen so far? And um, what since I've opened up the the yeah the yeah your own your own spot? Um, 
I think it's especially stepping into small groups when I hadn't I hadn't done it before. You're obviously stepping into a territory. You're like, how do I run this? How do I, how do I advertise this? How do I do all of this? Um, and no doubt you're throwing darts and you're missing the board. You're like, fuck, nothing stuck. I didn't get what I want. You know, I didn't get what I think I was going to get at the end of it. Whether that was signups, whether that was consistency in terms of the groups. Um, so you definitely, I've definitely felt it's been hard to to see myself outside of a one-to-one coach and then obviously yeah. taking more groups and it's just all of it's on me, obviously. Um, I think that was the thing is like, you know, knowing you're going to, you're going to get a big, you know, custard pie to the face. Like, oh, I hear you didn't get what you wanted there, you know, but you, something worked, something worked. So whether that was, you wrote your first emails and sent them out and got a couple of signups off that still a couple of signups, a couple of people are interested in what you're doing. And then you try it again, a few more people get in. And I think that's it. It's getting the reps in. Like well, us as trainers, we all know about getting the reps in. You don't expect your client to walk in and get their get their their split squats right the first time they try it. It's a progression, right? So I think it's having that approach where it's like I'm willing to fail, I'm willing to come back tomorrow and try again, and, and just be consistent on that front. Um, and I think that's the thing I find is you can do it in any area of your life. You know, if you can do it in one area, it doesn't matter if it's business. Of course you can be a businessman. Like I think for too long, I've just looked at myself as like, I train people. It's just like, no, you're, you're, you run a business dude. you know, you run a business and you're, you deserve to be paid for what you do. And you're, you market and you do it all. You know, it's sometimes it's like, identify myself as like a movement coach or a trainer. Then all of a sudden that's all like, you don't, you, the business stuff becomes the real resistance because you're like, oh, that's not me. That's not yeah. me down here. But it's like you're there too. You know, you can go up and down. You can be both those things, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. And I think I, I'm leaning into it more. I'm enjoying it more. Um, and especially I've got better systems in place now, which has made life ten million times easier. Uh, and I've got a lot of my time back. You know, nice, unreal, man. Um, uh if there was anything that you could have done differently on the journey uh from let's say australia until now what would it have been i think um like i said i got i got in around david as soon as i left the you know as soon as i left the course yeah and that was me being proactive and being like i want to learn from someone right so i take those boxes like whoa i got all these I started to learn about movement, started implementing it with my clients. Great. Like my service became so much better. A niche, it gave me a wee bit more of a niche. It separated me from other coaches. Yep. But what I didn't do was do the other way, which was the business side of things. I kept thinking I had to do that on my own, kept labeling myself as someone that couldn't be a businessman. Um, and I really resented that side of it. I was just see it. It's just like over and over again. It was like, do a wee bit, get a bit of cash back in the same spot. Boom, 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 boom. And it was just like three years. And, I didn't have a lot to show for it as in like finances or material stuff. Yeah. 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 Like said, like, you know, I was looking at it going, how am I? Like I'm looking at my bank balance and I'm going, I'm in the same place, even though I know I've paid for courses and I've done this and there's so much life experience and it's invaluable what you've gained. But the actual, like, I was like, I'm struggling. Like yeah, I'm yeah. actually struggling. Like I'm three or four years into this and I'm, I'm still grinding and looking over the shoulder. Like where's, where's my next client coming from? You know? Mm-hmm. And I, I like, I think for me to go that period of time and not have sorted that out, I was, 
you almost see yourself as a fail. You know, you're like I'm a little bit of a failure in that sense. Because, but that's how you view yourself based on what your bank balance says or how you, you know. Um, whereas, like anybody else on the outside, going, oh, he's a, he's at a studio, he's coaching these people, he's doing this, what he's doing is awesome. Da, 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 da. But underneath the surface, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my bank balance and think I'm a piece of shit. Like I have no self worth because of that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I wish, I wish earlier I got my systems in place and reached out, asked for a bit of guidance on the business front. Obviously, I did that with yourself. Um, not not long ago now. I was at like four months or five. Yeah. No, not much, about six months now. About six months. I think it was October time before I made the move. Just getting started. Um, yeah. And I think even have hearing that, an outside voice, like for for how long, I don't know, when you've got things rambling around your head, if you're talking shit to yourself, <laughs> you're not making any actions that are going to be positive for yourself, you know? Um, whereas when I heard you suggest, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? I'm like, oh, actually hearing it from you made me think, oh, I can do that rather than run around my own head here in the other chatter. It was saying you can't do anything, you know? Yeah. So I sure. think that's it. Definitely there's, you can speed up the process, you know, in a lot of areas that's, you know, go learn about your craft, but, don't don't miss out on the, the the essential side of things, which is giving you your 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 life outside of it, keeping a roof over your head and making sure that life's not too stressful on that front and you're able to go in and do your best work. Is that the advice or what would be the advice that you would give to someone coming into the industry fresh? Um well I think I think what I did was obviously you have to get out there, you know, you have to get out there. I put myself in an environment in any time where I'd already been in and training in. So I sort of knew that from the get-go. And I think you just need to go out there and get as much coaching hours under your belt as you can. You have to be there looking for work. Um, and maybe one thing I regretted was niching down. I niched down quite quickly, um, mm-hmm. straight away when I think it almost put, people were almost like UPT still. And I was just like, of course, I'm a PT. I train people every day, but they were almost like, because I'd almost, they looked at this, like this movement guy or this does this, that, and the other, even though my bread and butter was still personal training and, you know, just getting people strong, fit, moving better, feeling good. Like I almost niched down to the point where it almost made me, people who find it harder to approach me. Um, and I went too much in that area. And that's what we're talking about, rabbit holes. Like if I, I went down this rabbit hole and then I'd isolated myself in this area when I could have just been on the surface being like, it's there. I know that's there, but I don't need to pin myself in that hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to anyone starting, it's just, you just have to, you just got to get out there. Um, you got to get yourself around the right people. Um, if you want to learn more about certain areas, it's like you need to dive into it, go ask that person, try and network, go talk to someone. I think um, ever since I even left the loft, I was like straight over, you know, big Gareth Malloy, went to him for kettlebell coaching. I was like, you know what? I want to throw myself into something else. Went to another guy, James McCahey, his name is, he's a physio. Um, He helped me with like a bit of knee rehab I wanted to do. But then I asked him for part, like, you know, strength coaching, just to to learn from him, see what he's doing. Um, And I think you have to have those people around you. Like if if you're trying to do it by yourself, it's a, it can be a long and lonely road um and you don't learn enough you know you don't learn enough and you don't know what you're doing and if you're doubting yourself already it's it's definitely good to get out there and model just model um and in whatever sense that is you know unreal great advice mate great advice um what's next for uh caltrain's range okay that's it i went through caltrain's game or caltrain's range which 
as I said, rabbit hole. He's a strength coach. Just a, he just does stretching now. That's all Cal does. Yeah. And then yeah. I went Caltrain's gains, and then just umbrella did and went Caltrain's. So um, I don't know, mate. Like I, at the minute, I'm obviously with getting the small groups going, like being able to take workshops, um, that sort of stuff. I'm enjoying now, uh, and like using what was stored up here and trying to put it out there for people to learn um, from me and my life experience. I want to step into that a wee bit more. Um, and just enjoy it. I think obviously I'm aiming for this is my first year really doing small group coaching. Um, so to, to be walking out at the end of this year going, that was a very successful learning experience as a first year of coaching, doing your small groups, maybe doing workshops and continue to do the one-on-ones. Uh, I would love as well. I think a bit of a shame for me not to explore online a little bit more. Um, I think once of, cause I've started the sort of, flap my wings almost per se i'm starting to feel like i can i'm ready to go you know um and i'm feeling a lot more confidence to to go in in that direction so yeah i'm just excited for it to unfold again if you'd said to me before i'd even stepped into your course where would i be in five years and what would i have done i couldn't have told you couldn't have told you um and i like to leave i like to have an open mind on that front and leave things because I, I think life always has stuff in store for you that you just couldn't you couldn't even you couldn't even fathom so I'm just staying open-minded and um, I'm sure, I'm sure you might be able to see it before I see it or, or my next, my next move is. So yeah, um, uh, yeah it's, uh, it's exciting. I, I have to say I'm, I'm on a stage in my life now. I'm super, super grateful for what's going on. And this is five years down the line, you know, five, six years down the line. So never, it didn't happen overnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there is loads of, loads of doubt along the way where you think, is this for me? You know, is this for me? Um, but it is, it is. I'm, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, and yeah, I can't, I can't really say how much more um I enjoy this than what I do. Like, cause I do, I love it the best. Unreal, man. Um, uh, appreciate your time today, buddy. Uh, <laughs> sort of final thought on this. If there was something that I should have asked you but didn't, what would it have been? Um, I don't know. I think I think maybe the biggest thing I've just struggled throughout the whole journey was the 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 mental side of things. You know, and I think it can it can often get overlooked. You know how you look after yourself. Um, I went even recently is like I I can slip into that old pattern of just burnout. And see, when I hit that burnout, oh, I mean, I, I isolate myself. I can be a lonely figure, you know. Yeah. I can be here. I can be paint that big picture of, yo, I'm here, Mr. High Energy. But see, as soon as that person walks out the door, vonk. It's like, can be completely sapped energy-wise. And I think that's one thing that I think everyone should do is, like, you need to look after yourself. You need to make sure you're doing the simple things. Like, are you getting to bed on time? Are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? Are you seeing your family? Are you making time for your friends who you want to be part of your life? Are you spending too much time with people who are sapping your energy? Yeah. Um, and I think unless you're looking after those needs that need to be met, like you can forget about like career, self-actualization, sort of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The baseline is like, are you sleeping and eating well? Like are those, be because if you're not, you're all over the show. Um, and I think that self-care side of things, especially as a coach, like how do you expect to pour somebody else's glass and fill it up if yours is empty? Um, 
And I think that's that's one thing that over the last couple of months, even chatting to Phil and Philip and stuff uh, has helped me a lot with is just making sure you're doing that. Um, and that has to be first and foremost. You have to look after yourself. I think you can't help anyone else if you're not doing that. Agreed, mate. Uh, awesome advice. Calvin, where can people should connect with you here? You know, new coaches coming through into the industry could learn a lot from you. Where can they find you? Um, so mostly, like to be honest, I do most of my stuff through Instagram. I'm a wee bit lazy on the Facebook front. Uh, I know they join in intertwined, but I can't remember last time I probably, probably was on Facebook, but I, I do most of my stuff on Instagram. So that's at cal.trains. I have a website and stuff too. It's just you can drop on, see what I'm about. But um, it's mostly mostly through Instagram, so the place to find me. Um, I'm there all the time. So nice. Appreciate the time today, brother. And then if you want to drop down to the studio I'm on the Lisburn Road, Hot Yoga Belfast, you know where to find me. Um, here every day of the week, near enough. Uh, so nice. Thank you, man. Appreciate it, Calvin. Thanks for yeah, your my time. pleasure. Have a lovely day.